0: Welcome to Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Lucy Sessel. And I
1: am Olivia Taylor.
0: Oh my god, here she is,
1: 2020. It's 2020. Here are our reckoning. And can you believe that we have been doing the podcast for a whole year and we're into our second year I know, of know. Longing? I
0: was going to say that this pod will come out but three days before the last pod came out last year. So it's the same week yeah. us, it like came out. So it's literally been... It's a year old, our sweet little baby pod. I know, our just tiny little baby. Oh, happy birthday, baby pod. Yeah, happy
1: <laughs> birthday, queer longing. Um, we've been off. We've had a little sabbatical for yes. a few weeks,
0: haven't yeah. we? Yeah, we have. It's been a very busy period. There's been lots of bits happening here, there, everywhere. And we just needed some time to... For some rest and relaxation mm, and, and some reflection. And some reflection, mm. yeah, as we go into the new decade. And here we are, back and ready to bring you season two of Queer Longing, as it were. Yeah, we decided that we're going to be
1: describing um, Queer Longing now in seasons. <laughs> yes, it, she's seasonal. We don't know what's going to define the seasons no. in any way, but when we decide that it's the end of a season or the beginning
0: of a new one, that's what it is? That's what it is. We'll basically probably tell you it's a new season, when you haven't heard from us for ages, and then we go, hi, we're back, it's a new season. <laughs> <laughs> Giving away so, all of our secrets. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> well, get used to that, because that's who we are.
1: Yeah, how are you? I am great. Um, yeah, I had a really nice time off, and as we discussed this time last year, I was talking about my last year staring down the barrel. That's right and I'm no longer staring
0: down that barrel. I've been shot. She's in the bloody barrel. <laughs> Bobbing through Niagara Falls. <laughs> you're now gonna be like barrel aged, like a rum or a, a Madeira. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah. well, you're refined. Okay. Um, <laughs> How's it feel, the big three-oh?
1: Well, it was actually what my living for is Okay. This week. Well, one so. second,
0: one second. Not one to cut off format. Okay. Olivia, what are you living and longing for this week? Well, Lucy,
1: I am living for my birthday. <laughs> oh not surprised. Yeah, as we <laughs> as we previously mentioned, um I finally turned 30. I've done the deed. It has happened. And it feels remarkably the same. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm here to tell you. Okay. May you that that's yeah, that as I facts. continue
0: to stare down the barrel, mm. that actually it's the same. It is the right, same. Right.
1: But um I had the most stunning birthday it was fab we were just talking about it off mic the unfiltered version (laughs) and um basically well my birthday's on Christmas day obviously had like the family bits for that and I had a family meal on a different day and then I had like a friend birthday with my mum and my brother as well um in London where we went to a murder mystery and it was like 1920s murder on the orient express vibes on this like sort of pretend train (laughs) it was really it's hard to explain but it's
0: hard to explain
1: yeah and um it's it's in bethnal green and you have like a four course like silver service dinner and there's lots of murders going on all around you and it was so camp and just everything that i love about murder mysteries and organized fun
0: yeah it was yes it was all of that it was such a murder mystery like TMTM TM. like there's so many innuendos so the classic like characters of like you know a bit shit man and like a like a, a woman who's like been wronged and like yeah. uh, and and like a stupid servant oh, whose uh, name best yes. bit of it thomasy <laughs> Honestly, that that was my my highlight of the whole thing. Yeah, the fact was, that
1: his name was Tomothy. Yeah, that was my favorite and bit. Every as well. time they
0: said Tomothy, I just like lost my mind. And
1: also that the um that the the starlet one, Lady Tulip.
0: Yes. Um,
1: sung "Happy Birthday to Me" in Italian. She did. You're so welcome. <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed that as well. And that was fab. And then we went to Bethnal Green Working Men's Club for. The most amazing night out ever. I almost don't want to say it out loud because I want to be able to like still get tickets to it.
0: Oh my god. It was so good. It was our perfect night out. I walked in because I, I love a, like that vibe of a place anyway. Walked in. They had like a, you know, heart-like shaped light at the back of the stage. Made out of like MDF, Yeah. was painted red. Yeah, yeah. Loads of like glittery things on the sides of the like walls. A proper just like old working man's club room with a proper bar and I was just like oh my god and I was like where's Olivia where's Olivia where's Olivia this so huge you came in I was like Olivia I love this so much I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah, and like
1: that swirly like red carpet <laughs> oh, as well all so over good.
0: and it was just like
1: constant pop music from like our coming up into adulthood life yeah, perfect for your 30th like um, yeah reflection a reflection and then like a bit of like new stuff but like not new stuff so that we were alienated because we're too old yeah
0: yeah yeah no and no no. The good new stuff the right
1: amount of drag performances yes
0: yes the exact right amount and at
1: the exact right time yes
0: they It was. it's a perfect night and like it was like one of those things where each song is so great that like you don't want to tear yourself away from like dancing which yeah. is like fucking great and like it was just hit after hit after hit yeah we loved so it fat. so much
1: it's called queens of pop and it's a bethnal green working men's club and i believe it's on every month so i Is think it? we're just gonna be there it's on in february oh my god we're gonna have to get like a residency we're gonna have to go in february <laughs> our friend laura was saying that she um was thinking about speaking to them about doing some burlesque there yes so you know that could Toofed. look after Toofed. itself. Yeah. it could give us a little roll out bed upstairs oh. yeah perfect sorted Um, We'll just move in. So yeah, I had the most stunning time. And the next day, I went to see Little Women um, at Picturehouse Central and loved that the most. It was like I don't know whether it was like the best thing to do on a hangover because I literally sobbed for like three hours straight, but like God, yeah. not just like delicate crying, just like
0: <laughs> like okay. the whole extra dehydration that. Yeah, mm. so much.
1: But luckily I had a big water and I just had a cup of tea and I also had one of those um you know those bougie those rhubarb drink drinks that I like, the coarse Causton Press. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I had one of those. So I it felt her birthday. and I had a boo- I had um what did I have? A bouja bouja ice cream. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, I was treating myself because I was thirty.
0: Yeah, you're thirty now. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I lived, longed, thrived, thrashed
1: my thirtieth. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was honestly one of the best like birthday like things I've been to in a very long time. Yeah, and like was everything I needed and more. And Thank you for being alive. <laughs> and you,
1: oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And you wore a signature lip, which went Ooh. down in history, in
0: history, I could not believe the attention I got from this lip. Yes. <laughs> so I'm a woman who is like basically never worn a lip. Like maybe a bit though. I had a stage where I tried to, and it was a very bad decision at that point in my life. Okay. But, um. then don't really wear a lip now. And then I was like, right, well, I'm going to, I didn't have like the, the money aware of all to buy like a suit, like I wanted to. So I was like, right, I'm just going to wear this like dress, whatever. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to wear a lip yeah. like to put in some effort. Yeah this lip stunning it paid I'm, for itself i'm so into lips now mm. i went home and found this other lip i have <laughs> right listen and i'm all
1: ears I'm I'm all all lips. Lips. <laughs> if that's not going
0: to be the title of
1: this episode
0: 2020 i'm all lips.
1: yeah
0: um and it's like this matte like red ready orange one put it on i was like Oh, hello who's this she's a lip now she's yeah. a lip lady you're a lip lip service to myself <laughs> yeah so it turns out love a lip 2020 year of the lip
1: yeah my mom was in bits over the lip she was
0: and Aww. about your low ponytail oh yeah well that yeah i wanted like a sleek look you know mm. like like the lesbians of Faro days you know? yeah yeah, yeah definitely. they keep long hairs so that people don't really know but like they have a slick back. Totally. Oh yeah, um, yeah, it was stunning. Great time. Yeah, a lot Let's of great sartorial choices by everybody. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, everyone looks so good. Yeah, was I was amazing. like in love with
1: how good looking everyone was the whole yeah, night. I all your friends, it.
0: so good looking. Yeah. Well done. You've,
1: and you collected the right cast. I felt like I felt like I was like getting married.
0: Yeah, it was. It was like it was your your own wedding. Yeah. To, to you. To me.
1: Because <laughs> it was kind of like th- there would be no situation in which like all of these people would be there in one place who didn't all necessarily know each other and i just spent the whole night just like with you know like cartoon hearts coming out of my eyes like yeah. watching like different friends speak to each other yeah, who'd never met before and like so laughing nice. and dancing and i was like
0: ah, it's yeah, so good i love that feeling it's so nice yeah. yeah no it was very good let's do it again sometime
1: we'd love to see it <laughs> so other than coming to my dream birthday what else have you been up to
0: What have I been up to? Well, obviously, we had Christmas. That was a whole thing, uh, which seems so long ago now. Uh, It was very nice. Loads and loads of adults in a house, and it was a bit, like stressful at times like it can be but uh it was a nice time had an absolutely gorgeous time spending two weeks with my lovely little nephew which oh. was like the nicest thing what ever what was the cutest thing he did oh my god he right so he's learned now so when he first started at christmas he basically like didn't really he could say like a few sort of word wordish things but didn't really know what they meant and by the end he could connect like a word and a thing together which is like really impressive and he got given this like tractor toy by my grandparents and instantly we were like leo is that your tractor and he went tractor <laughs> <laughs> and then he, we were all like, wow they like, went wild, and he just kept doing it, going higher and higher. I'm just obsessed with that. So that's probably <laughs> the cutest thing. Oh no, the other cutest thing is we—I uh, did this quiz of the decade for my family, which ran over two nights because it was that intense and great. <laughs> Everyone loved it loads. Okay, I think. And <laughs> well, I loved it. And um there was a music round for each year where I played like two songs from the year. You had to guess what they were, and a song that was from like like a 20-year throwback so that, like, the older people could get some songs as well. Yeah. And um, I was playing them on, like, this little speaker and Leo came and, like, picked up the speaker. He's obsessed with, like, sounds and music and stuff. He just picked up the speaker and, like, started bopping along with mm. the music and it was so nice. And then we all, like, danced in the kitchen common people together. Aww. Oh, my God, stunning! <laughs> Loved it loads. So, yeah, no, it was a nice time. Um, aside from that, I guess just coming back to work and then was looking forward to your birthday thing and then did that basically actually i've been on loads of gorgeous walks already this year have because i think it's very important to get out there it is into the wilderness mm. so been on a few nice uh, brisk winter walks with my cousin who has been staying um and making sure to get fresh air which i think is important in the winter yeah how about you what else have you been up to
1: um, well, I went to Edinburgh for New Year. <gasps> you did? That was, How was that very stunning. Um, shout out to Carrie so, and Sarah Hogmanay. for hosting oh, me. Lovely. Um, yeah, really, really nice. Um, yes, Hogmanay, um, celebrations and, um, Anya, who is, um, a friend of theirs and also a bit my friend, hi Anya, <laughs> um, had a party, so we went there for the party nice. and it was really cool because, um, there was, like, a couple of people there from, like, different countries, Mm. so when it was like their time for it to be new year we like celebrated it each oh, time that is
0: cute that was
1: really cute and then there was someone there from spain and then apparently you i think probably a lot of people know this but i didn't but you have to like eat the 12 grapes yeah. yeah and so everyone had a plate of like 12 grapes and everyone was like struggling i was like this is so easy so i've just like found my thing that i can do really well
0: 12 grapes is very easy i think because my yeah. little sister and her boyfriend and my housemate slash friend adam um mm. they uh had some spanish friends and they did that like last year maybe the year before, or, or whatever they about the grape thing which is how i know that and like i was like that doesn't sound that difficult like but it's some people struggle fine, with it because it's like gong 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 yeah it's fine yeah do these people not know how to snack i don't know clearly mm-hmm. not clearly
1: but not. um obviously i was just yeah it's fine um, <laughs> um so i had a great time went for a very brisk and bracing walk um along the edinburgh harbour nice the next day and uh yeah done a couple of walks been at home and uh read a couple of books, just had some nice downtime wore a lot of pajamas. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, now I'm back in the house. Yeah. Ready for 2020? Yes. Good I think so. Get up. Yeah, I believe so, but what are you living for this week?
0: I am simply just living for being here, doing this, back in the saddle, back on the pod parade. <laughs> yes. It just uh is such an important part of my life and day to day, week in week out. Student Bodies. Student Bodies. It's not real life. It's pod life. <laughs> and I'm just pleased to be back here doing the pod with you and uh, just being stupid together and giving it to the people. Yeah, me too. So that is what I'm living Giving the
1: people what they maybe don't want. Yeah, they maybe don't want it. <laughs> they're going to get it no matter what. Sorry. Yeah. You don't have to press play. No, the, 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 <laughs> we're living for the continuation of this Ah. Uh, <laughs> um, what do you call it? What did I call it the other day?
0: Vanity project. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no better word for no. it. No,
1: that's it. The, van- the vanity project lives on in 2020. It
0: does. Vanity fair. <laughs> Quit logging. Um, so yeah, I am living for that. And, um, uh, Oh, yeah. Did you do a longing? No.
1: I didn't do a longing, but my longing sort of relates to the new year and coming back out of hibernation after the break because I am longing for getting back into attending all of the queer cultural events. Yes! Love an event, don't we?
0: We do love an event. We love an event. Literally, the other day our friends were like, oh, let's do a thing, let's try and find a date to do a thing. And I was like, why are there no events for us to go to? I know, because we love we events. Need, we love a, an event, a meetup, an event bright. But we do have a few events because we've got
1: Rafiki that we're finally going to go and see next Friday Yeah, um, which will be like a few days away by the time this comes out and also a couple of gigs coming up in 2020 that's my longing
0: so Ah. this is perfect take it to the bridge (laughs) take it to the chorus um so my longing for is for our absolute like queer weekend of pop gigs that we are going to it's Mm. going to be intense it's going to be great we are going on the 7th of feb which will be like in a couple weeks after this pod comes out is it the week after no or no it must be two i don't know i can't do math and then as you know math sucks Mm, so mm, mm. um we are no it's two uh we are going on the 7th we are seeing the one the only can't believe it's come around so quick carly ray jepsen i know oh my god what's so perfect about that is that like we only got the tickets like in november or something i love it when like you get the tickets and it happens really quickly yeah you don't have to do like get them then you go in like yeah 2024 because we
1: also have slater kinney
0: in february Shit. end of feb yeah um and i completely forgotten about that because we booked the tickets so, so long ago, ago. yes yeah, so that's like a, the opposite experience yeah um so we're gonna see carly ray jepsen i'm probably gonna lose my mind because like i think it's gonna be the best and it's on a friday i know so far which we're so so thrilled about. Yeah. Um, and then on the Sunday, we've got like one day off to relax. I don't have one day off to relax. I'm going to my best mate's thirtieth, so <laughs> but it'll be fine. Yeah. And then on the Sunday, we're going to see Kim Petras. Can't wait. Because like, why not? Double bill. Gay rights. That's gonna be, absolute gay rights. It's gonna be such a good weekend. I'm really really excited for yeah. all the screaming of all the songs. And also Hannah's coming up. I know. And I did not know that. Yeah. She said to me on uh, on the weekend at your birthday, she was like well basically Kylie Rae Jepsen came on in the club and me and you were like like going crazy for it she was like what is this I don't know it and we were like it's Carly Rae Jepsen she's like oh yeah coming come yeah, I
1: didn't realise that she didn't know any Kylie Rae Jepsen and then we had that discussion when that song came on and she came over and she went oh I love you um, but i meaning to ask you you know when I'm coming up to um, see Carly Rae Jepsen with you and I was like yeah and she was like "Um, would it be alright if I stayed at yours and I was like
0: I invited you to come to understand and she was like oh just check it. Oh, like, oh. So oh my god! Yeah, no, I'm so pleased she's coming. That's gonna be like such a great addition to the experience. So oh, yeah. yeah, it will be really, really great. So that is what I'm longing for.
1: Yeah, I am also. Do you want to know a new thing about me in 2020? Yes. Yeah. Guess what I'm doing. What are you doing? She's learning Spanish. Guess, <laughs> señora. <laughs> <laughs> I can't reply yet because I don't know any Spanish. <laughs> do you know what I said just then? um why girl yeah why why you yeah Yeah. why woman
0: why why woman why um yeah why um
1: just because i felt like i was getting real dumb in um in life and preach yes and um you know since uni there's been no sort of way that I've been learning anything new other than kind of like scanning articles and reading the odd book and things yeah Uh, but there's no way that I've sort of like really learned a new skill other than sort of work stuff yeah um so I wanted to do a couple of new sort of project things across the year if I could and kind of like try and put money into that if I have any spare so um not that I ever really do but kind of to try if, if, if and when yeah so um so yeah so the bbc does language courses oh. that um are still expensive yeah. but um cheaper than like the ones in the city center okay. to do yeah. um so i'm doing it for eight weeks and it's an hour and a half um lesson every week um what day of the week thursday
0: okay stunning
1: yeah oh my god right. so it's between Maybe checking up on you every Thursday evening. Yeah, it's, little Spanish bits. It's between the thirty. It's between sorry. It's between the thirtieth of Jan to like sort of middle end of March.
0: Oh, my God, that's so exciting! Yeah, that's really cool. That's a really good idea. I, I thought you just meant like you were going to do some Duolingo. <laughs> but here she is, uh, full course.
1: Yeah, no, and also because my dad lives in Spain, so yeah, I thought that'd yeah, be yeah, yeah. quite good, definitely. And we were thinking about um rebooking Barcelona, so I thought uh, a good. See thing to do would be to do this course and then book that towards the end of it and then you can order everything exactly take my skills on the road yes
0: (laughs) so that's my plan duo uh, apparoli spritz please yes exactly Uh, I mean (laughs) before yeah Great! No, that's really cool though. That that is, I like that that energy going into 2020. Yeah, me so all too. All about self improvement. I think yeah, so.
1: Love it. <laughs> but in like fun ways. Like going to Greg's mall was my one left for last year. Yeah.
0: So now it's Spanish. Yeah. Okay. It
1: seems like the natural so progression. So are, are we
0: leaving Greg's behind? Or no, never?
1: I feel like um, you just accumulate as yeah. you as you go. You yeah. never truly leave anything behind. No, you there don't are, do you? At the very no. <laughs> at the very God. At the very least, there are learnings. And at the very most, you just continue there it forever. We
0: thought that before we look forward to 2020 and the things we've been doing, things we've been consuming, we looking back where we first met, which to be fair, we did meet about a decade ago. Yeah, we did. So, well, 12. 12, 12 years yeah. now, nearly 13. Yeah. Oh my word. Oh, oh my God. Word. Wow. Anyway, so, uh, yes. So we're going to do a little bit, as we mentioned, I think, on our socials and stuff, going to do a bit of a decade roundup. Have a look at, like, the what the highest-hitting queer bits were of the last decade. Mm. And also we had loads and loads of great like input from listeners yeah. and we definitely want to read out your bits and see what everyone has to say have a chat about yeah. what has happened this last decade
1: I was so touched by the way can I just say mm. from all of the input that we Same. had
0: it was um overwhelming
1: yeah really insightful really just great thorough funny diverse love to see it love to see we've it. got such great pod pals we have so yeah big 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 shout out to the pod pals for doing that (laughs) um so what would you say are some of the um standout moments i guess like for you in your life but also just in the culture that kind of sprung to mind when you were thinking about this
0: yeah so you you asked me this you know we, we we were talking about this and um we have like a document where we make notes. That's correct. And, well, I have a um, document that uh, well, you have yeah, access to. That's what to. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's very good at making the notes. I am not a note lady. Or even if I am, I like to make private notes. And then mm. I like to bring them to the table. Yeah, Olivia's the mm. Capricorn. Everything out yeah. there, everything just, yeah. this is what's Whereas happening. Whereas Taurus is like stubbornly not making the notes. Yeah, yeah. stubbornly like, like not showing them to me. Exactly, she's like burying them in the mud. Mm. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> um, But the one thing that I did note down, yep. and uh, I think it's very important both personally and just in general over the last decade, is two words, I'll say them now, Lady Gaga. Yes. <laughs> Essentially, right, my reckoning with myself and my queer self, etc. cetera, probably began with lady gaga i would say and that's that so not true that it's not an overstatement no it's not yeah so lady gaga came to sort of big prominence when we were at uni around 2000 2008 2008 9, eight, eight, nine 10. um and her first
1: song came out in 2008 yeah. when we were still in hauls because i remember yeah. like in was halls. it po- was it poker uh, face d- just dance yes Let's Let's yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. I remember that really clearly because yeah. it was like on like, like every yeah. third song when yeah, we'd yeah, go out yeah. would be that. Exactly. It would be that. Or uh, it would be that. And then Rihanna Disturbia.
0: Oh, yeah. And just like those Absolute two songs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously if it was a sports night, it would be Black and Gold. Yeah. Black and Gold. And another song that I remembered <laughs> the other day. Um, ah, you know what it is? Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow. Oh, black. yeah. Oh, God. God. Yeah, I can guess what we went to uni. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but I remember like initially in about 2008 when I went to wherever and I was having like a shit time with myself and I was like, oh no, I hate Lady Gaga. I hate all this. It's so like, not me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then very quickly coming to terms with the fact that actually this is exactly me. Um, and uh, I remember the, the turnaround song being paparazzi. Yeah. What a tune. Loved that love so that. much. I love the piano version of that. Don't talk to me about the piano version. That makes me bawl my eyes out. <laughs> I That is s- stunning. Yeah.
1: Um, um. Oprah just did a Super Soul Sunday thing with Lady Gaga. Have you listened to it?
0: No. Oh, it was fun. Ah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to that. Um. Yeah, and then just very quickly being like, no, do you know what? I actually love pop music because I'm a massive queer and hear all the things. Oh, here they come. Here it comes again and again. Um, <laughs> and basically realizing that via the medium of lady gaga and her rise to fame and then her sort of uh, the fame monster and Mm. her sort of like um being a sort of spokesperson and being you know gay rights and stuff like that and And at that moment would you say that you were on the edge of glory (laughs) i would Mm, thought so (laughs) Yes, I would. <laughs> um, well, what a song. And yeah, I very vividly remember, it must have been year, year three, third year, um, going to see Lady Gaga mm. live and being so blessed to do that and basically being able to do it because our friend who had broken up with their girlfriend got some crying present tickets from their mom <laughs> <laughs> to go see Lady Gaga. And I was like, hey, haven't we all benefited from crying presents? <laughs> over the years over the, over years. the decade yeah, yeah. Um, well, shout out to you, you know yeah you shout, are. yeah you know you know um and uh and it being like such a moment and i remember she i was thinking about lady gaga coming up to this and i remember she postponed the gig she had to postpone it and when that like the first postponement happened i like lost my mind because i was like so i needed it so much right and i like was so upset about it Aww. i know really really bad and then um when but then when it finally happened, it was just amazing, it was a great time. Um, and... at Don Valley Stadium, yes, <laughs> <Don't> know. <laughs> it's so great. Got the tram there and all, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just wanted to do an absolute shout out to Lady Gaga, and obviously, there is loads and loads of queer music that's been going on over the past decade. Olivia, what have you got to say about it? Um,
1: well, I, I think like probably the standout queer. Music for me over the last ten years that I have liked in a sustained way is probably tegan and Sarah. Yeah,
0: it was, they they definitely deserve a massive shout out. Yeah, as well, definitely. Yeah, yes, that um for me the heart, no what's the album called? Is it called Closer? No, is it called Heartthrob? What's it called? Heartthrob. That, Heartthrob. Yeah, is it called
1: that? Yeah, it's called yeah. Heartthrob, and then the it's like got, main like, song when it's it it. Closer.
0: That album was insane to me, and like that that album came out like when I started my first like proper queer relationship. And, like, was just everything and so important at that Uh. time. Yeah. And, like, even listening now, I'm like, hark back to that time. Yeah. All the feelings.
1: Yes, they definitely deserve a shout out. And also, just, there's been so many more, especially even the last, like, year to 18 months. Yeah. Possibly even more in that time than there has been in, like, the last... 10 years, maybe. I mean, you've got your Lady Gargards, you've got your Marika Hackmans, Janelle Monet, Christine in the Queens, Sam Smith, moona Peaches, Japanese House, Carly jepson's Jepson, Sir Baby Girl, Self Esteem, Lizzo, Celine, King Princess, St. Vincent, Girl in Red, Harry Styles, Shora, Soak, Betty, Kaylee Kiyoko, Kim Petrus, obviously Tegan and Sarah, and Baby Boy Little Nas X. <laughs> Baby Boy
0: Little X. Yeah, no, you're to right. To name, like- but like, yeah Yeah. an absolute smidgen of like the mass like um queer music market there is Mm. now it's great there's so much more representation there's so much more i mean i guess and that comes hand in hand with there being so much more acceptance in a sense that there's always been queer musicians obviously yeah um but there is this more sort of vocal and visualized way of it now that there wasn't before i do
1: feel as though you know ever so slowly and probably probably it seems more rapid to us because we're sort of like in this world of our making i suppose but it so it's hard to kind of have a holistic view because like we're in our sort of bubble a bit our queer community yes but i would say that kind of um the default position of like cis het is shifting yeah. and especially with like with younger people as you know there's been so many things written about that um that I certainly but I suppose it might not be the case for a lot of other people but I certainly like don't expect that as the default at all yes
0: okay at yeah, all yeah, yeah.
1: and I'm like I find it which I love so unremarkable to find out that someone is not those things
0: yes that is that is the... That's the goal. That's the dream. Yeah. That's our goal, as Joe McEldry sang that time. Yeah. <laughs> Another queer figure.
1: Also, someone um, that I'm sort of like friends with on Instagram, but used to be friends with in real life when I was younger, matched with Joe McEldry on Tinder. Stunning.
0: Mm. Oh my God. He looked Did, great. Does he? Yeah. Uh, I was obsessed with Joe McEldry when he was the one on The X Factor. Do you remember when I interviewed him? him? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheftable. Yeah. Whatever he was so it's called. Nice.
1: Him and Lamar. <sighs>
0: Lamar. I remember watching Lamar at that. I don't remember watching Joe McAldry. I must have done. Yeah. yeah. It was a, and it was a and do you remember Stooshy? Stooshy, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, you've done them all.
1: I know. All <laughs> of the, the most famous ones. <laughs> all of them. All, all in Sheffdable. Anyway, um, yeah. Um, I think that that is such an amazing thing to be proud of and it's not just like music pop music in that sense but it's kind of gone into like into musical theater there's been jamie there's been fun home and a lot of um sort of theatrical work that celebrates queerness in a way that maybe was a little bit more shrouded in I don't know, not not mystery, but kind of. Yeah. Not or, as obvious. Yeah,
0: a little bit more coded. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot. There's a lot less code to fucking work out these days. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. You don't need to do any HTMLs anymore. <laughs> any more MySpace profile updates. No, exactly. Oh, I love that. I was such a wizard at you know. I can't remember what's called now, like HTML shit. Yeah, coding. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I love to do that and like make like different like colored fonts for
0: my profile. Oh my god! Yeah, I like to just make like all like the different fonts be on all different places on the page you Mm. know and then like make your music but not be where everyone expects it
1: can i ask a question which is sort of about the last 10 years so the last 10 years massively dominated by social media and in a big way in the earlier part of that decade facebook Mm. why is facebook just like not relevant anymore taking away the dodgy politicalness of it Mm. but not that it's not relevant that's not true but kind of people aren't using it in the same way why do you think that that's happened
0: i think that it doesn't provide the same sort of format that like the newer your instagrams and your snapchats and your tiktoks do that is more that is even even though obviously facebook is just posts and stuff like that so but like the other stuff is so such instant gratification mm. that facebook isn't quite the same as that facebook is more your place for like your long posts and your your you know like or or it seems to be now um and like i just don't think it's it hasn't leveled up to match the instant visual gratification of your snapchat your instagram and obviously instagram's taken off as a whole sort of like picture you know it was photos and stuff first and it was all just like this is something that's going to look nice you don't have to read anything you just have to look at it and appreciate it and Mm -hmm. you can like it same with like a snapchat it's just something dead quick and it can it's usually a bit funny or whatever Mm. same with tiktok or whatever but like the facebook is just the same it's still just like mini blog format so like maybe that's why it's 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 not as um yeah instantly gratifying to the eye i don't know what do you think
1: yeah I think that's true and I think it sort of feels like it exists very much in this bubble whereas with Instagram I sort of feel when I'm on it that you know I can kind of get in and get out and still be in that kind of world so you know mm. you kind of got like the swipe up functionality and you'll like stay in the world of Instagram but you feel like you're like in the world of the internet right, and yeah. you are and you can still do things yeah whereas Facebook it's like you're on there you feel a bit trapped in that space interesting um yeah and yeah I don't know. It, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. It just like doesn't doesn't mirror the way that we use our phones and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think I think that's right as well. Um, and I think that like it's wild to think about like when it was just Facebook, when it was just MySpace, or like even to just think about like when Instagram didn't have stories. Yeah. Remember when stories started? What was that five or so years ago? Yeah. And being like, "Oh, that's not gonna happen. No one's gonna do that." And now it's m- Mainly stories. Oh, I did think that people
1: would do it. And when when that launched mm. i got rid of my snapchat straight away because i was like i can't be bothered to have two apps
0: i got rid of my snapchat like eventually yeah like i was like oh that's stupid i'm not gonna have two am i yeah no. and everyone's just using stories now so, yeah. yeah and i
1: feel like people our age just like all did a mass exodus from yeah. snapchat and we were like we were too old to be here anyway uh, yeah all moved we shouldn't have been here sorry and then this is,
0: this is your, it's your time now. yeah i
1: left it left it to them It's <laughs> like dempsey's
0: starts floor all over again no i know <laughs> um
1: but yeah it is it is interesting to think about that because obviously when we started uni like Facebook was relatively new yeah and we would like well I would like painstakingly like get my digital camera and like upload the pictures that yeah. I've taken from that and, like put it into albums photos
0: from Friday night out or whatever yeah. Friday night so you <laughs>
1: yeah and they'd be like all like disgusting horrendous and we'd vibes. all be wearing like horrendous outfits that from, like from like I don't, don't talk about the anyway, outfits yeah later. the outfits are bad but um We didn't know any better. Well we did. It was a simpler time. It was. But enough about what we think, we wanted to talk as well about what you think and what you have sent in to us about um, impactful moments from the last decade. And we've had a lot of Carly Ray Jepsen and Carly Ray <laughs> Jepsen's general existence. And can we say, I agree with it. We, we agree with it. We agree with it the most. Mm. They also brought up um, Caitlyn Jenner's uh, Vanity Fair cover because that was so huge. Mm. And they've said um, a major name and publication, but also a cultural figurehead of the nuances of trans and or queer identity being brought further into the mainstream definitely um and i remember that moment where people were just waiting for that reveal yeah. to happen yeah which you know is probably a bit gross in some ways yeah. but um it was a big watershed moment absolutely um, yeah rightly or wrongly well i mean i mean rightly but you know kind of not without its sort of i don't know you feel as though you're just being a it feels a bit objectifying it's a bit, in, in it's a, a sense bit,
0: it's a bit elephant man yeah. Yeah. We've also had uh, a listener who wrote in and said that they wanted to share um, that they think it's interesting how the word queer has taken centre stage within the past couple of years and how it's turned from a slur to possibly becoming the most, one of the most inclusive terms and sort of like a comfort blanket. But on the other hand, it's certain... It, sorry. But on the other hand, how it's angered certain people who prefer to identify as queer to distance themselves from using certain identities like lesbian or bisexual for the negative connotations, general stereotypes that surround those words. Mm. So... Um, yeah, I, th- I think that is interesting. We've talked before on the podcast about the evolution of the word queer. Well,
1: yeah, you um, talked about that podcast in one yeah. of the very early episodes. Yeah, which
0: is, I would recommend again, it's um, The Illusionist and uh, it's there's an episode called Queer and it's all about the origins of the word queer and really goes into it in like a great way. Um, and I do think that it is, if you think 10 years ago, would I have identified as queer? Would I have used the word queer really at all? No, it would have have been just like something you had read in like a Charles Dickens
1: book and would have been like... Yeah,
0: or like I would know it as a a word to do with like our community and to do with like sexuality, etc. and stuff. But I would never have like used it in like use your it. sort of modern lexicon yeah and like but now it's queer this queer that all the time and I love I love it as a word I think it's a great word mm. to use so yeah that's another thing
1: I've also had a couple of other things come through marriage equality in Northern Ireland huge thing yeah um, unity against TERFs at London Pride 2019 post the 2018 protests yeah and um, just would you call it turfism? is that turf-ism? What, how, how you would describe it yeah, or, yeah turfism. like the rise of turfism.
0: Yeah, I guess. Or just
1: the rise of turfs. Yeah, and um you know unfortunately that has been a, a real sort of new dominating thing within our sort of community in the past 10 years Yeah, it, I don't think that it was I don't think there was a name for that maybe before.
0: It's kind of always been like around as as but like It's, it's always the, been an attitude the, but the, the, it hasn't the, been the word of well the acronym of turf is like yeah. incredibly uh yeah uh used so much more than it ever was and I think you know that's to do with social media and to do with like uh you know phrases being and phrases being needed for certain things to and then they just stick and like yeah turfism. yeah Turfism is an absolute spectre on our community yeah and I don't
1: think that it's like like you say I don't think it's like a new thing in terms of like people being turfs, but I suppose in like this in this social media world where the you know the world seems so much smaller and we have access to all of these different people and voices it's kind of like well turfs are showing themselves to us in a way that maybe we could have like known
0: people our whole lives and never found this out oh yeah no definitely and I think it's also like um in a in our world in our world where we are uh finally uh, doing stuff about equality and finally giving voices to people who have not had voices for so long you're going to get the people who oppose those voices mm. so it's that as well um it's the reason why it's more prevalent um and it needs to be squashed into the fucking ground
1: yeah absolutely um, and um they've also said the divino De Campo, rupaul Bowie-esque laundry bag runway moment was a big highlight for them. (laughs) Very good. In the UK version of RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Um, Everything that Megan Rapinoe did and said at the Women's World Cup. I absolutely agree with that. Loved to see it. Loved to see the Women's World Cup. Yeah. all of Shits Creek and the Olive Branch episode in particular. So the new oh. series of Shits Creek came out this week. Still haven't watched the first no, ep yet. Neither, We're saving no. it for the right day. Yeah. Um but the Olive Branch app and if you haven't seen Shits Creek, just please oh, watch just it.
0: Get, just get get on with it. Listen to our episodes about it because we, you know, we go into it and, mm. and you'll wanna listen and you'll no sorry, you'll want to watch after listening to us yep. talk wax lyrical about it
1: they've also said the keith herring exhibition at the tate liverpool oh, yeah. which i never got to but no. literally everyone i knew went yeah, and I loved it yeah um the house of suarez ball of atlantis vogue ball in liverpool they also said was a highlight for them and in general the film disobedience
0: <laughs> yeah very good i mean there's a few films there's, there's moonlight moon 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 fucking light moonlight. what a film you call me by your name you're yeah except but, oh my oh my god moonlight mm Ugh. We just have a moment for me, right? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we've had some people, a couple of people, message in to talk about the um, normalizing impact of uh, strong female characters who were sort of m- maybe gay or overtly gay, like Tara and Willow from Buffy, Xena and Gabrielle, obviously, but those are even like before this decade, really. Yeah, but like I, I know what they mean by them still being around and still and, and being able to look even further back and, and be like, oh there was there were these things as well that have let like paved the path mm. for all we have now, like euphoria and uh uh looking. Have you seen looking?
1: Um no, someone at work was, was telling me to watch that. Yeah. Um no, I need to watch that. And there've been, as we mentioned, like so many um queer tv shows we've had like you say euphoria sex education queer eye we yeah, had in God, the past couple of, of years rupaul's drag race which started i think just over 10 years ago the biggest thing for me and a lot of people have mentioned this as well is gentleman jack in the uh, past year Yeah, they
0: have yes they have absolutely and- like a proper great you know m- m- like your bbc sunday night drama being yeah about- old-timey lesbians yeah.
1: your nana's are forced to watch it whether they want to or not
0: watching. yeah
1: um glee is a massive one. Oh
0: god glee because yeah. that was so
1: mainstream yeah um, um
0: and uh orange is the new black the l
1: word yeah. oh, lip yeah. service yeah
0: oh well
1: looking um please yeah. like me cucumber and banana oh my god cucumber um, which i'm in oh yes <laughs> you are in that um yeah what else pose um, Women's World Cup, The Ellen DeGeneres Show, Killing Eve, Schitt's Creek, Atypical, Transparent, Tales of the City, Nanette, um, a um, lot of queer Netflix specials, Cameron Esposito, mm. um, Lena Waithe, Ruby Rose, Dan Levy, Hannah Hart, Rhea Butcher, Fortune Feimster, Mae Martin, Susie Ruffell, Beanie Feldstein, um, all of these amazing sort of queer actors that are taking The helm of a lot of like pop culture series and films, even in the past couple of years, let alone the last decade. So it's really exciting to think about where we'll be in the next ten years. Yeah,
0: do you know what's so great is that like you were then being able to reel off a huge list, and that still only be not covering all of it. And that is yeah, that's a lot more recent stuff. And that's so fucking great that like there's so much to like say. I I think like. Uh, you know a decade ago or a bit before you would have been like a bit more stretched to like have a as huge a list as that so it's Mm. it's all it's all looking up for the quiz hopefully
1: um and on on the subject of music someone also got in touch with us to say that they recently discovered uh, marika hackman and through an article that gay times posted and they said to be honest i don't think i would have found them if gay times didn't post it which has impacted my life massively I recently went to see Marika and Amber live in concert, which was bloody unreal. And I couldn't believe it when I saw them separately on stage, just surrounded by many LGBTQ plus folk and like-minded individuals. And I never thought I would discover musicians that talk so openly about lesbian relationships. And so bluntly and explicitly that it made my 2019 way better and made me feel proud to be gay as that (laughs) much love to both of you huns. And sorry if I was a bit ramble, (laughs) Um, but that was her standout uh, queer moment. Yeah. And, um, that I agree with it and I think there's always like a moment like you were sort of saying with um with your Lady Gaga moment there's like when you're younger especially there are artists and bands that are just so important to you that are like a lifeline yeah and even if you know you are in metropolitan areas even if you're not it's like you still feel like you're a bit on your own when you're coming to terms with all of that stuff maybe it's different now I don't know um I hope it is but having those moments when you first kind of get to be in the same room, those people that you think are like the only people that really understand you is so important. And I think that like we have probably all had you know, really impactful moments like that through music and especially queer music.
0: Absolutely. Shout out to Dempsey's.
1: <laughs> shout out to my ex. Shout
0: Yeah, and shout, shout out to queer spaces and to people who are putting in the time and effort to continue uh, building and creating more queer spaces and um, keeping it alive and open ones that already yeah. exist.
1: The, the queer spaces of the decade, shout outs to Dempsey's and Partizan.
0: <laughs> yeah, well done everyone. <laughs> yeah,
1: but especially you two. <laughs> So during our sabbatical, have you had any time for rest, relaxation, reading or other? It's time for the consumables, Lucy. What have you oh been my consuming?
0: God. Been chowing down. <laughs> <laughs> I have done a great job of already doing some reading this year. Fab. Finished um, two books onto a nearly finished a third. Gosh. So, um to be fair to myself and uh my honesty. One of them, I was mostly all the way through and finished on New Year's Day, but my little sister made me put it on the 2020 list, not the 2019. Fine. Oh, Fair so she's enough. She's such a stickler she for the rules. Is. Um, so that was um, uh, the short story collection, Her Body and Other Parties, which I think I have mentioned on the podcast before yeah. when I had started it. I- astounding so good really so 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 oh. good a huge 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 big bold five for me i love a glowing wreck from you because oh. then i know i'll like yeah it. no you uh, will be borrowing this book absolutely okay. the so, library is open so good yeah written by a queer writer really really great like sort of mix of sort of like some queer stories mixed um with like just what I loved so much was they were like really sort of normal like short stories about like people's everyday lives or like things that are happening. But there was, in mean, a lot of them, a, a strain of like a weird sort of dystopic sci-fi thing happening. Oh, we you, love to see that. Yeah. That you only really find out as you sort of go through and it's like really normalized in a great way. So just loved it loads. Loads of queer representation. Absolutely recommend it. Recommend. Absolutely recommend it. And then secondly, I read um, My Year of Rest and Relaxation yes. by Tessa Mushfig, yeah. which is oh again stunning five out of five so far, I'm, all, I'm all fives this year so far which is great it's such a good book um all about basically someone being so depressed they decide to try and sleep for a year which i just very much like at the time it just big eyes emojis <laughs> <Yes>. so <laughs> i was very pleased to read that at the time it was like so funny to read oh, I it was so funny to read, the, like, a few passages, which were, like, things that like, I just felt like it would be absolutely fine, and everything would be okay if I just went to sleep for a year, and I woke up a new person. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, like, in a very uh, dark space myself, and just reading it, but, like, in reading it, out put in paper, and, like, for a story, and fictionalising it, like, just it was making me laugh so much like I could see myself so much in it but that it really helped raise me out of it yeah and I think it is it
1: is so true that stuff like I was listening to um uh, fresh air the, the podcast if you've ever listened to that with terry gross absolute interviewer oh, okay, yeah. extraordinaire mm-hmm. um she's amazing and they were looking back on um, interviews of the decade right. very apropos for what we're kind of been talking about and i was listening to one today There was one with howard stern and one with joan rivers it's like a comedian okay, special yeah. and um she was talking about how you know her opinion is is that you know nothing is off limits and you have to laugh at the dark stuff and you have yeah. to laugh at all of these things that can, you know, cause life is so hard and cruel. She's like, you can't let that, um, be the controlling factor. If you're, um, sort of sad and somber about these situations, then they have full control and it's just really, really sad. And if you laugh at it, you can kind of like change the narrative around Definitely. it. And I feel like maybe this book sort of does that a bit. Yeah, it,
0: it, to- it totally did that for me. And, um, I think, I think aside from that, it's a great book. Anyway, would recommend as well. So those are the two books I've been reading. Have you read anything so far? Fab. I've read a few things. So I read The Testaments. um, Yes,
1: I finished Testaments as well. Oh, did you? On New Year's Eve. Oh, fab. (laughs) What did you think?
0: Uh, I liked it, but I didn't think it was amazing.
1: Yeah, I liked it, didn't love it. I felt that it was very sort of like, you know it was satisfying and it did what it set out to do yeah which was kind of like tie up a lot of things and like provide a little bit
0: more context and kind of like flesh out some of the things from the first book maybe yeah exactly and like just give you another sort of glimpse into that world which is like totally fine and interesting to read about I just don't think it was like an astounding piece of literature and I don't think it should have got the book a prize but fine
1: I agree yeah um but also (laughs) love you so much
0: yeah still love you so much but like that's just my opinion
1: yeah, yeah. That's no, just me. I agree and um I also read a brilliant brilliant page turner so if you're like you know looking you know we always talk about books that we like to like get back into reading if you had a break yeah. or you find it hard to concentrate um I read this on like a train journey and it was just fab my sister the serial killer
0: oh yeah I know a lot of people who've read that yeah, yeah. it was
1: really good so it's a
0: good like like you said, page turner, like you want to keep
1: going. It's a book that doesn't change your life, but it's a book that kind of reintroduces you back into like the world of being like, wanting to gobble a book yeah up. that's good that's really good um so i read that and enjoyed that um i read the man who saw everything by deborah levy um oh, yeah. mm, it was it was good okay. but it it was
0: not hot milk no oh god I d- i'm not sure anything ever will be no i'm obsessed with that book um <laughs> yeah it's a great I g- gave it to my aunt for christmas being like because i would usually give her like the best book i've read each year so yeah i gave it to her and i was like i hope you haven't read this yet and she, opened it and she went oh no i haven't read this but i've heard a lot about it and i was like pam honestly just take yourself away, read that book. Do you think Pam will like hot milk? I think she'll like it. Okay. I hope she does. Yeah. Yeah. I think she will. Yeah. <laughs> um, knowing her as
1: I do, yeah. having met her once. Um, but Pam, I feel like I know you. And um, yeah, so they're like the three books I've read in the past couple of weeks. But then I also got given a couple of books over Christmas and for my birthday. And one of the books that I'm really looking forward to reading um, is off our friend Anna. Um, She got me a couple of books, but one of them that I'm going to shout out now is Queer Magic. Yes. So it's all about, yeah, like queer magic in Canada. In- Plantations and witchcraft and all things like Amazing. that under like a sort of queer lens so excited to can't read wait that.
0: for you to be like a queer witch and then to like we can just do all queer witchy poems together. i know because magic is <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, fine. fine. <laughs> Mad- magic is so queer inherently yeah so, absolutely it's others it's othering
1: yeah love it such a fab idea for a book so um yeah i can't wait to read that one and now onto pods podcasts what have you been poddling to
0: i've been poddling along To your big old recommendation, I'm just going to hit up here again as a big recommendation, Dolly Parton's America. Yes! Oh my god. Isn't it So good. Why did I sleep on that for so long? I don't know. I was just too busy. But i love it it's so good it's, it's so, si- so so yeah. so 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 good
1: and the judd apple rod guy who yeah. does it is so talented yeah oh
0: absolutely and like the the things that they point like pick up on and talk about and how they put dolly in like the perspective of you know things that happen in modern day america or throughout america in time and like also just her life and her story is so interesting yeah. and i just love all the bits of obviously music in between because i love her loads
1: and she's lived such a life and she knows so much yeah and has a perspective that kind of like straddles so many decades definitely so it's really interesting to kind of hear from someone who has like lived in so
0: many different worlds yeah so many decades and so many different ways of living yeah she has as well and like so, cultural landscape absolutely yeah so i'm really really enjoying that aside from that and this is like nerd alert mm. prepare yourself um so you know my brother my brother and me Mm. used to listen to them the yeah. McElroy brothers yeah. they do a podcast which is like d and yeah. Um, and I listened to their first season of that and then like like that but never got back into it right. but they've just started like a new season which is set in like a school so obviously I love it Um, <laughs> and I'm listening to that again and I'm really getting into it I'm just really enjoying like the nerdy world of them and like playing ro- like ro- like tabletop games and yeah. stuff like that it's dead cute and like just fun and like they're-, they're just like such a lovely family unit and they have like such a fucking laugh together that it's like so fun to listen to Um, so yeah I've been listening to that as well like to Get to sleep and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but apart from that, I'm really listening to anything else. What about you? Um, I
1: have listened to a couple of um radio dramas slash oh. podcast dramas that I have enjoyed. Um the first one is Fake Heiress, and that's a BBC Sounds podcast, and it's all about I don't know if you remember, um, a couple of years ago, there was this um like New York socialite called Anna Delvey that was arrested because she had kind of um wangled all of her other like rich socialite friends out of like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, okay. um, and she it basically all transpired that she was, um, this young woman who was from, I think, where was she from? Like, Germany or somewhere, and...
0: Oh, I do know this. Yes, yeah. And there was a big, like,
1: New York Times article written about it. Yeah. And, um... She um, she came over to the UK to the US, sorry, and she assumed this like whole new identity, changed her name to Anna Delvey and you know that she had all these rich friends, she's from a very privileged background and made this whole like mm. fake life for herself. And, you know, people drank the Kool-Aid yeah. and she um, wanted to to open this sort of Soho House esque um, art culture bar food experience and she was looking to get funding for it. And which I do believe is like what she wanted to do. Yeah. Um but yeah there was like all these tales of her traveling the world and like leaving like massive bills with her friends and how she managed to manipulate all these people into parting with all of this money and she pretended that she was her own bank manager and wow. would write letters from bank manager just in like microsoft word and that was fine and they were transferring over like a hundred grand Wow and it was just like crazy what people just kind of accept if they think that you've got money like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know not the same security yeah, checks or insane. anything and uh, yeah, she went to prison and she's like already like started writing two books and, um, but there's there's a law in the US, I'm not sure if it's the same here, that you can't profit off of your own crimes. Yes. But everyone literally does that. Yes. Uh, because Piper, Piper Kerman did a crime and now Orange is the New Black is a thing and she's written a book and there's a whole series. So surely like, and you know, think of all the memoirs of people who've been to prison. Maybe
0: it's you can't profit from your crime- whilst you're still serving your sentence or something whilst you're still under the like maybe indictment of that crime or maybe. whatever I don't, know. I don't know yeah no i don't know I don't, I don't, i'm not a legal expert
1: no but it did mention that at the end and i was thinking oh yeah but like so many people yeah, yeah, seem yeah. To. oh
0: absolutely yeah
1: um but that's really easy to get mm, through there's maybe good. like six or seven eps and they're like sort of 25 minutes long each so i've enjoyed that and i've also listened to another one that i believe is from wondery um called blood ties and that is <clears throat> about this rich family and um a grown-up Son and a daughter, and a mum and a dad, Mm -hmm. and they go to like I think it's like the Caribbean or something on holiday. And you sort of find out in the first five minutes that um, there was an accident and the parents died on their way over to Mm. the Caribbean. On the way over? Yeah, on a, on a plane. Okay. But then you kind of find out. A load of stuff about like the dad and the mom and there's all these secrets and like you know did that really happen that way and I want sort to of to delving that. into their past yes and the one who plays the grown-up the, the grown-up the, grown up. the one who plays the grown-up brother
0: the grown-up
1: <laughs> grown perfect is um josh gad who plays oh. um the snowman in frozen
0: yes yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, olaf. yeah. olaf
1: um yeah. which is hilarious because he's like playing this this like really like overprivileged surgeon like rich guy who just like swears all the time and it's just very like incongruous yeah um so yeah i've enjoyed listening to that and i it's the first season is finished on a massive cliffhanger. It's coming back in the summer. Oh God, she can't wait. She's, and she's on tenderhooks. <laughs> um And then I've also listened to uh, Fresh Air, as I mentioned earlier, and going back to some like fab interviews, a great one. Uh, there was the Howard Stern and um, Joan Rivers. Charlize Theron was a good one that I listened to. Julie Andrews and her daughter. Loads of fab ones. So you can just go Very back nice. in the archives and like cherry pick. And then my last one is... You know, um, that blog that I've like always gone on, that a Beautiful Mess one, yeah. and then they've got the two kids yeah. that they adopted. Well, they have, a, the two sisters who run that blog have a podcast now. Oh, so, of course. Yes. So it's kind of like, it's about like life and inter- like interiors and DIY and like self-improvement things and books and stuff. Um, it's a little bit of a different kind of podcast yeah. to what I usually listen to, but it is quite nice to have on in the background and they tell you like about how they've like quite a lot of business stuff okay. and tech things because they make apps and stuff. Mm. Um, but it can just be about anything so I've quite enjoyed nice, listening nice. to them. So all my podcasts? Oh my
0: god, she's a podcaster. Mm. <laughs> so have you been watching any telly?
1: Yes. Been renting the telly. Um I've watched all the new series of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Quick review. Not as good as the first two okay. but still good. Okay. Uh, and I just have you seen it?
0: I've seen like three episodes. Series one's perfect. Okay. I I, I watched it a bad time, so I would maybe try that again sometime. Yeah,
1: series one's brilliant. Series two is is even better. Series mm. three, I feel like it sort of kind dropping of dropping back a bit. Drops back a bit. Mm. But yeah, it was still good. Mm. I also watched, which I think you've seen, Crashing. The Phoebe... Is that not you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. The Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I've not seen
0: all of it. I've seen maybe half of it. Yes, her, uh, original, her first like mm, telly thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's not, it's not anything special. No. Which is why not that many people know about it. Yeah. But it's fine. But I think that... First good outing. If you're looking for
1: a kind of a bit fleabaggy-like personality and someone who obviously looks like fleabags, it's played by the same person, <laughs> um, in... 20 to 25 minute chunks. Yeah.
0: And you just want something that's and you, easy.
1: That will fulfil that. Bit fun. That it's perfect. Yeah. You get good. some more like Phoebe Waller-Bridge time in a time that like you're not getting that anymore because Fleabag's finished. Absolutely. So, you know, it's a less good Fleabag, but it's fun. Um, I watched the first series of Shrill. Oh, I have not watched Shrill yet. I need
0: to. I really liked it. I think you'll really like it too. That is the one. I was literally today i was trying to think of something to watch that i was like there's something i was like there's something that i've been told to watch what is it what is it what is it, what is it? i couldn't remember what it was yeah. and that's what it is
1: yeah and i couldn't remember it and she so adie bryant's character um lives in a house with her housemate um <laughs> who's played by lolly Adafope, who is this like amazing like, queer lolly, character Adifope, she's yeah. so funny mm-hmm. um so yeah it's gay rights it's um everything rights it's really good and um yeah really enjoyed that and they're making a second series which i believe is coming out like relatively
0: soon cool so i will look forward to that um i watched dracula i've not watched any dracula yet oh I'm i surprised. know no i know well me and my cousin my cousin suggested watching it like the other night being like oh we should watch like the new dracula or whatever and i was like yeah we should uh, <laughs> um but uh Izzy and Adam were like not so keen and I was like yeah I don't think they'll like it but I think me and you will like it but then we never got around to actually watching it so I need to watch it I need to yeah um, I'm worried about sp- a bit scary to watch on my own
1: it is quite scary yeah. I, I, I watched it on my own yeah. there, and it, it was fine you'll okay. be fine but yeah. it's quite scary um, the first episode absolutely amazing just mm. like gold mm. so okay. top qual I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting it
0: done I'm getting it done
1: episode two good episode three it's just whacked out
0: <sighs> okay I can't wait it's yeah. but
1: in a bad way oh um so, oh. so, so oh, a bad one yeah so how it, many episodes are there Three. Oh, that's it yeah
0: so it goes amazing in, in descending middling order really fucking shit yes right well i can't wait to sit through
1: that <laughs> yeah i can't wait to hear what you think of episode three because episode three is just like out on a weird limb like, okay i'm doing it i'm doing it I'm doing it's it. strange um yes so that was dracula and really enjoyed um the one who, anyway i'll wait for you to watch it okay what, there's like the, the other main character in it is really really good okay um and then i watched a christmas carol over christmas the adaptation i watched
0: the f- first an episode and a half of that mm. uh, no episode and three quarters maybe mm. um i thought it was okay but not great i really liked
1: it mm. um i thought that guy pierce did a really good performance i think he did a really good job um and I thought the, uh, that one who plays Combo on whatever it is. Um, oh, Stephen Graham. Stephen Love him Graham, forever. Yeah. yeah. Love him, even though he didn't have a very big part. But I was worried that, like, because he's such a force, that he would, like, overshadow Guy Pierce, But, like, that didn't happen. No, he didn't. No, you're right. Like, no, it... Guy, Guy
0: Pierce was very good. Um, I, I did not watch all of it, so I can't, like, fully say what I think. But, like, I ju- I, I, just, I, don't, I don't... I Maybe I just wasn't engaging with it very much when I was watching it. Yeah. Um, but I a thought it was, people... like... Oh, not bad, but not no. amazing. A lot of people have said that like they didn't
1: like how dark it was, but I'm like, have you read Dickens? Oh, I don't mind that. No, like, I like it being dark. Dickens yeah. is really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And then the biggest thing, I suppose, that we haven't talked oh my about God, yet. It's time. It's time
0: for the L word. Generation Q.
1: <laughs> Gen
0: Q is here. I know, I can't believe it's been basically the whole time we've been off has been like six episodes of this. Yes. And like, there's, we have to discuss it. So yeah. it's time.
1: So queue up and give me your recommendation. <laughs> I feel like we need a biscuit for this. Should we have a biscuit? Oh, go on. Okay, right. You tell me. Is Christmas
0: all over again?
1: Oh, these have been here for a bit, so I hope they're okay. That's fine. I'm just, what do you want? That one.
0: Okay, and you can have it. Thank you. There's only one of them, sorry. It's okay. Mmm. Mmm. ASMR.
1: I can see that the electrician took the double chocolate. That's the best one. Classic
0: electrician. Yeah,
1: anyway, fine. Not bitter.
0: <laughs> right, so. I it was flagging a bit, I just need a bit of sugar. Well, she's back, she's back in the game. Mm-hmm. So, Elwood, season Q. Season Q? <laughs> season U. Season U. <laughs> Elwood for the new millennium. Mm-hmm. Initially, My thoughts were, eh, this is maybe a bit weak. I'm not that interested, to be completely honest. I was like, yeah, it's fun and it's fine. It's like fun to like be watching The L Word again. But I was like, oh, I'm not sure this is going to... Literally, I'm not sure this is going to keep my attention. Mm. I didn't think it was particularly engaging. Mm. Um, And then maybe three episodes... It was episode three. I was like, whoa, turned a page Mm. and got really into it and then watch like all the rest of them in like one night basically um and think that it's actually very good i i I think the problem i was having with it is that i was expecting it to be worse than it is (laughs) right (laughs) and was wanting it to be maybe a bit more yeah worse cringe and Mm. like you know itself but Mm. it's actually quite quite good telly yeah in a sense yeah um and uh yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it. I'm not, like, wild for it. I'm not
1: wild for it, but I did love to see Tina.
0: Yeah, oh, that bit. Yeah. What a bit. That was such a bit. I knew that was going to happen. Mm. I was like, she's going to open that door, it's going to be Tina. Mm. And then she fucking was. Mm. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, I like the new host of characters, there's some good ones in there, um, they've done a really good job of diversifying, obviously, which they were very keen to do, which is good that they've done that.
1: And also, shout out to the most good-looking person I've ever seen,
0: Kiara. Mm, Oh my word. Whoa! I know, and I love that she's, like, a a super, like, a pop star or whatever. Yeah. Um, my, one of the things I don't like about it, and this is, like, just in, in general, I don't like that, like, the three, like, Origis, Alice... Mm. Yeah, Alice, your Bert, your mm. Shane mm. are all like stupendously rich and famous. Mm. Like, and I know that like in the L where they all were like people of sort of a bit of a bit rank. of lesbian status. Yeah, I guess
1: they were. But yeah, because it was a pro tennis player, a, pl- a pro like <laughs> talk show host, radio person, a celebrity hairdresser. Um...
0: Yeah, I think I forgot that she was like a celebrity
1: hairdresser yeah, in the first place. Like a really I think rich art curator, a hairdresser, a film director, yeah, and a DJ. Yeah,
0: and like I guess that that's like fine, um, <laughs> but like I just don't think it's particularly like representative. And the fact that like these, it just made me think when I first watched it because I forgot that like Shane was was a celebrity hairdresser in the first place. I thought she was just a hairdresser. I was like, oh, like. It's like they've all been like, yeah, we'll be in it again, but we all have to be like super rich and famous characters. <laughs> like we're not coming back and just being like somebody who like doesn't live in a house that's all glass. Yeah, you know. So I would understand um, that for like yeah. Shane's
1: character because I think it's like very funny. Like when she got off of the helicopter, I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> but I feel like maybe like it didn't need to be that way for the others. But I suppose Bet was already rich and Alice was already like kind of a celebrity. Now she's like, and how else would you? Oprah. Yeah, like how else would you mm. progress those characters? Mm. Uh... Mm. Unless you literally did like Alice has fallen on hard times and she's doing community radio.
0: Pirate radio <laughs> from a oh ship in God. the middle
1: of us. <laughs> I would love that. For that to be like the B-plot. <laughs> Alice just out in the Atlantic like, hey guys. me <laughs> uh- yeah.
0: music That would be great. I'm sorry. That would be a, at least a bit more like, like, difference in the, in the past of all of these characters.
1: Yeah. Bet be- be- has turned into a massive socialist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess I don't agree with the idea that the only, progression yeah. that's possible in people's is lives financial. is financial success yeah yeah
1: tina's like and that's just me tina's like running <laughs> i don't yeah, know fucking... a pantomime <laughs> 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 the local pantomime that's what i want yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see that let's make our own parallel universe oh my god
0: great okay perfect
1: um, what, what, yeah. what would carmen be doing if she was like not oh. not um leveled up by financial success in your mind
0: um if she were in it oh god um She'd just be like, um, making like mixtapes for, wait, she was a DJ. Yes. Yeah. She would be like making mixtapes, but for like hospital radio. Oh. <laughs> Which is so nice and lovely and would be really great. Yeah. But she's so, so, so fulfilled. Yes. And content. Um. This is, this is, this is my only problem. This is one of my only problems with it.
1: And then Max's character would be like Steve Jobs.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, probably is. Yeah. We just don't know yeah um what do you think about the series so far and um all the bits and just the l word being back in general
1: kind of the same as you i did yeah. enjoy the one with um alice and the girlfriend and the ex-wife because i thought that was like so kind of what you would have seen on on like an origi l word like yes the bit the bit where um so you hadn't seen it and then like me and sophie were talking about it a bit and you were in the group chat so i wasn't properly saying it but like you know like the bit where um, they come back to Shane's party and then they give Shane that cake and says that you're still very Shane today. Yeah. And then like her hair's all like skew up and she's like, aah, aah. and I just thought that was like really funny. Yeah. And and there's been some like like cringily funny bits like you know the Dana's bar and how like Shane has oh, Shane God. has no bar experience. She walks in and has one drink and she's like, oh yeah, I bought, like, bought this. I bought this now. I'm gonna run it forever. Yeah. All the same staff like I know nothing about it. Like you must organize all the suppliers. And yeah. I don't know. It's just like really like faux. I do enjoy the. Fact that it's not on like a sound stage for the whole thing anymore and you see like a lot more of la it feels a lot more like situated
0: yeah i think that's one of the the reasons that, that it's like a bit better than i thought it was gonna be it's yeah that, yeah it's, it's it's just better it's more bigger budget. Like, yeah bigger budget. um yes. lots of like cycling around la which is nice
1: yeah but um also like i don't and never have like believed in the relationship of like the two main new characters who are getting married
0: no like I don't believe that, like, they never really seem to even love each other in the beginning they don't have much chemistry they have um, no really. chemistry yeah I-, I wonder what's gonna happen there um like because there was definitely a, a sort of well you know obviously they're having a million hard times yeah but with like
1: bet and tina they went through like a million hard times but like they have the chemistry and they have the history you always believe that they really loved each other like Mm -hmm. underneath it all like in whatever way and even now like 10 years on when tina comes back and she's like you know like i'll always be a friend i'll always love you like you still believe that and you're like yeah like you know they've got this kid together like they had all this like history together i don't believe that of those two i'm not there no
0: i'm not there i believe i'm I'm, I'm the same as you yeah Well, Um, we'll see we'll see
1: but yeah like you say like the diversification of the cast is fab Um, love the sort of like B-plot characters as well um, that kind of make it up one thing is that I do sort of wish that um there'd be a little bit more crossover between like the original stars and the new ones. Because the only sort of real sustained crossover you get is, is it Finley?
0: Yeah. Finley Finn. and Shane. Um, yeah, so you have Finn and Shane obviously live together, but then you also have Finn and Sophie who work with Alice. So mm-hmm. I guess you kind of get that there. But I do know what you mean. There's not... No one knows that No one, yeah, no one knows Bet. There's not much of... Oh no, no, because um, Danny's working with Bert. Yeah. But it's all, but, it, but I know what you mean. It does seem, it's, it does still seem very separate
1: yeah because they're not like friends it's like they just incidentally know each other yeah kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and i guess like they wouldn't be friends because no. like why would they yeah. but maybe like it i don't know i just sort of wish they could have all have been like friends and also there's been no mention of the planet and like what happened to it obviously we know that like kit died and yeah. um, which like we knew from like the first second that yeah, that was yeah, what yeah. they were going to do but um why couldn't they have just had the planet Again.
0: i yeah i thought they when it was like revealed that the place is called dana's i thought they would have like called it the planet yeah and like it's like i'm reopening the planet yeah like the planet was the whole thing wasn't yeah it? yeah or that it would at least be called like dana and kids well yeah or
1: <laughs> i i thought it was going to be called like something to do with planets I yeah th- same my, my, like my constellations no my my <laughs> thing that i thought it was going to be called was venus
0: oh that would have been good yeah yeah that would have been really good i thought it
1: was gonna be called venus
0: <laughs> and i was like
1: putting all this like metaphorical like bitcoins yeah. on it in my mind um it was gonna be called <laughs> venus and it was not no yeah i think there was a trick there to be fair yeah i yeah, think so yeah, yeah yeah
0: but anyway i'm i'm pleased <laughs> to like have a lesbian thing to watch it's fun and like what's not to love about being able to watch some new L word? yeah um so yeah we'll i'm intrigued to see what happens with the season so, other than the L Word theme tune, Lucy, it
1: is a new dawn, a new day, a new decade. What is your track of the decade
0: so I far? Do you just want to say one of my main disappointments with the L Word is that it is not the same soundtrack. Not the same theme yeah, song. Yeah, but it is Lizzo, I think. I feel like I don't even know what the theme song is. Yeah, maybe there
1: isn't a theme song. I don't song, think there is one. But the theme song um, for, like, all of the promo was Lizzo, so yes. that love looks better in could in colour one. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, they, they could have just had the same one. They should have had the same. One. Yeah, exactly. But like an updated
0: version. Finding, finding, loving, yeah finding, finding, finding. Like everyone, that's what we love the most.
1: Yeah, and like adding a few more like twenty twenty like yeah. woke Tweeting. things that we need to be doing. Yeah,
0: um, protesting, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, dismantling the patriarchy. <laughs> yes, very good. Yes, um, thank you. Uh, yeah, so my track of the decade so far yeah. is um, my very first track of the decade this year. Uh, comes from in shout out to what we're one of the gigs we are going to. Um, I cannot get enough of Kim Petras's Heart to Break which I just think is such a tune, such a bop. Came on at that night, on your birthday night out, and I went wild. Like, I just had like, like no one else really knew it. I just danced on my own and loved it loads. And um, it's such a great song. And um, I just keep listening to it loads. And that is my first track of the decade. Fab.
1: What is yours? Mine is also from That Night Out. Oh, perfect. But it's um, not even a track of the last decade because it's like older than that even. But I couldn't get it out of my head. And it's from one of the drag performances um, that they did. you know when it was the one that came out in like all of the denim and just had the denim pockets as the bra so good and they did an amazing dance to music by madonna yes so like all the next day all i had is the ear went "Mm -mm 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 hey mr dj DJ. like that's a love that
0: song Um, yeah that's a
1: really good choice so yeah music makes people come together in 2020 yeah
0: yeah Mm. The music of the decade is still Madonna. Mm. (laughs) Great, good. From one huge songstress to another, it's time for a new decade, a new dawn. Same old Celine. It's time for... Celine Watch! Right, so I did a little uh, look into our Celine, see what she's up to in 2020. A little searchy search. Yeah, a little searchy search. And I found a stunning article in The Atlantic, which, to be honest, has some really, really great long reads. It had that one about the lesbian cruise ship. Oh, that and, was so yeah, good. which was so good, right? And they they also, I also read a really good, uh, really long deep dive on what happened to flight MH370 on The Atlantic ones, which was really great as wow. well. So I recommend that for some good long reads. And I found an article, which was uh, published not that long ago, called The Early Internet Explained by One Weird Celine Dion Fansite. Now, this is the story of Yuri Turovsov, who um, basically got obsessed with Celine Dion back in the 90s. Um, I don't know what that is like. (laughs) Well, let me try and explain it to you. So he was in South Korea, of course, and um, he saw the whole video for uh, My Heart Will Go Go On, and he was like, oh my God, he was hooked. Mm. And this this is what it says, quote, quote, unquote. By the, t- by the time I was ready to leave the hotel room, I knew where I was going. To the largest music store in Seoul to buy Celine CD. It was en coupe de foudre, as they say in French. A strike of thunder which announces sudden f- affection. Oh. How great is that? So this man went on to become obsessed with Celine Dion and then have, like, these Celine Dion-based dreams, which were, like, really intense. And then he set up... A website <laughs> called Celine Dion Dreams, or is it Celine Dreams? Called Celine Dreams, where any person could in like input and submit a Celine Dion based dream they had had, sure. and I it became had
1: many. I know,
0: and I don't know. I can't believe we didn't know about this. And it became this like huge um, like website that became so popular that Dion's official team listed it on her official website. Whoa. Yeah, um, and everyone loved it, um, and um, and it was like a classic um peak early noughties fan site that you, you know used to exist a lot for people, which don't really exist anymore. You get your official websites for people. But these were like classic, you know, uh uh enabled by GeoCities Angel Fire tripod like fan websites. Um and basically this is what it looks like. I'm gonna obviously put this picture up on <laughs> it's like a forum of fans dreaming about Celine Dion. That is stunning. And it's just you submit your um Celine Dion uh, Dream. If you join the club, you get, like, 10% off tickets to go see Celine. What? Stunning. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the website... um, Shut down in 2011, um, but it had it was said to have had more than over 115 million users. What the hell? Yes, it's insane, <laughs> insane. And what's really great about this article uh, in general is that it tells you a really great like history of like the internet and the early internet and how it sort of worked for a lot of people and especially for like fan groups. We need um, to get this guy on the podcast. We do. oh, we do. Let's get him on a Skype call. Yes, right let's Skype Skype call Yuri. Um, so. Uh, Yes, I would recommend this article. I'll put it in the show notes. It's really great. Just a fun, fun way of looking at the old internet uh, and through the eyes of our dear, dear Celine. Such a strong Celine watch for 2020. 2020, coming at it.
1: (laughs) And whilst we don't agree with um, seminal Celine Dion dream websites being taken down, what else don't we agree with? Because it's time for the first 2020... I don't agree with it. So it's a new decade and there are a plethora of things that we can talk about that we don't agree with in 2020 and beyond. What's your first I don't
0: agree with it for the new decade? Right, so... I was reminded of this um, over the holidays when I watched, well, I watched a tiny bit of The Holiday Again. Obviously, we watched it when mm. we watched it together mm. and I remember thinking it then. Um, and then it was on, obviously, a thousand times uh, on ITV2. Yeah, shout um, out, <laughs> ITV2. And I saw a bit of again and then it reminded me of something I absolutely do not agree with. And that is, I really don't agree with, in movies, in the movies, yeah, mm. when, or TV. The flicks. The flicks, the flicks in the films and uh, the telly, when they pretend that like, um, a house mm. doesn't have as many bedrooms as it obviously does. So in the holiday, there's that bit where like the naughty boyfriend, mm. um, of Cameron Diaz is sleeping on the sofa. Mm. And it's like, don't fucking pretend to me that that mansion doesn't have like six bedrooms yeah. all with an non-suite. Yeah. Like that drives me insane. And I hate that. And I'm, it reminded me of one of my least favorite times that ever happened is on Downton Abbey, which I did not watch, religiously and only watched like the first few season of when I was maybe at home on a Sunday mm. and I remember doing an episode where there's like the war or whatever <laughs> and they have to like turn the they have to like get a uh, turn part of the Abbey the abbey or whatever it is the house into hospital. into hospital yeah and it's like oh shit like you know we need to do this fine perfect great but they have it like them all sleeping in the library <laughs> and like his law's library or whatever when they would have a whole wing of that house that's never used that they could absolutely just put like them in there they would not need to be in like their personal public like like not public their personal like mo- one of their most prized places the library and I just think It's very unrealistic and I don't agree with it. Okay. So that's what I don't agree with. Strong. What do you not agree with in this, the year of our Lord
1: 2020? Um, (laughs) What I don't agree with this week and forever Mm. is, and this is a bit of a funny one. Okay. You're doing a weird look. It's a bit of a toe curler for me. Oh, okay. And it's when people describe food as a dish. (laughs)
0: You shot a fishy on a little dishy.
1: Yeah. I
0: hate it. A
1: dish. So, so 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 Yeah. So like <laughs> please. <laughs> Explain yourself. So the con- so the context of this like, said like, Well no, there's no context, but there's maybe just examples. <laughs> yeah. Um of like, so say, say here's a conversation between two people. Um, oh, um, I'm, like, looking for somewhere to go for my anniversary. Yeah. And then this person's like, oh, yeah, I went to this great, um, like, French place in, um, I don't know, Oxfordshire, and it was delicious, and I had the most incredible fish dish there, <laughs> or, or um, I had a really nice, like, vegetarian dish, or um, a beef dish there. No, uh, you're not, like, the chef in Ratatouille,
0: <laughs> like, what's going on? How would... How- how would you describe it? I just think if you it's... Would, say, would you say I had a really great meal there, I had this amazing beef?
1: Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't uh, not say like, beef dish. You no, know, because all of a sudden <laughs> they just turn into like... I'm just imagining those this like, big chef out being like, on this night do we have for you the, uh, the the sea bream dish that is... Uh, you know, and I just think like, no. It's not... A, it, like, why are you describing it as a dish? And the worst thing is... <laughs> When people describe things as dishes when they're just making it at home or talking about their own cooking, well, they'll
0: be like... You are right about that.
1: Yeah, so I'll be like, oh, I make a really great, like, um, you know, tofu dish. And I'm just like i feel sick
0: yeah i i agree with that um i think that uh when you're talking about like specific things you make or whatever i think it's like so fucking pointless to just be like oh i make a great chicken dish or whatever yeah. i want to know what are make: making a tagine a roast chicken a yeah. fucking like but what i just you i just think stuff? the word dish that, is so yeah, stupid dish. <laughs> dish. i get it in a sense that like for fancy restaurants it's like it is their specific fish dish beef dish of the day or whatever, yeah. Or of the week. If, if if you're in a me- if
1: you're in a meeting in the kitchen with the chef yeah, and the, like, the the maitre d' and the waiters, yeah. and they're like, okay, so the beef dish is this, yeah. this dish yeah. is this, yeah. that is like the correct yeah. context. Yeah. But for just like civilians yeah. talking about civvies, yes, talking, talking about, about food, going to
0: fat duck or whatever, yeah, exactly. Do not talk about your fucking popcorn dish.
1: Don't talk about dishes because <laughs> it makes me feel sick. It's <laughs> a good one.
0: I hate it. Um, noted, noted. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm finished. Right, and on on that uh, very important note that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life and probably use all the time to annoy <laughs> you. Um, that, is, that is the downside of <laughs> that this. That is the downside of what I don't agree with it is that it just gives us mental notes for a- complete ammo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's what we're in it for. So um, We are going to sign out now and um, we'd just like to say welcome back to podland yeah
1: such a warm welcome thank you for staying with us for the whole year and hopefully into this new year as well Please, please, please tell all of your mates about us. We would love to get a few new 2020 reviews yeah. um, and five stars. Yeah, some fi- Yeah, and definitely only five stars. Yeah. Don't, don't bother
0: if you don't think it's great.
1: We would um, love We would love to see it. We would
0: love to see it. And we would also love to like, you know, just connect with you more. You know, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at Queer Longing. Follow us on Twitter at Queer Longing. You can email us, queerlonging at gmail.com. We're hoping to grow and have more and more lovely, lovely pod babes and maybe do some more live shows this year. Who knows? Yeah, a few little guesty westies as well. Oh, a few little guesty westies on the way. Maybe. Oh lovely. Um, (laughs) and also if you
1: have any ideas for people I mean especially like Manchester um, queer people or like North queer people that you would like us to feature on the podcast or would like us to know about then please get in touch and recommend because this podcast is for all of us and we want you to be involved and also tell us what you're not agreeing with any Celine watches, we loved having all of your recommendations
0: and input all of last year so please, please, please carry on definitely and whilst we wait for those to come flocking in I'm sure we will be loving you, leaving you and long for you till next time Bye. bye
1: testing testing one two one two gay rights testing gay rights gay rights